Well, we are almost at the end of season four. Welcome to TK's A Brigade, the music series. I'm your host, TK. Today, I have a guest who hails from Nashville, Tennessee via Louisville, Boulder, Colorado. His name is Ryan Lampa. Now, Ryan started his music journey young by managing, of all people, his sister, Rachel, who is actually a very successful artist. Ryan moved on and has worked with other very successful artists in his career, and he's going to share that journey with us today. So I hope you enjoy hearing it. So tune in now, here on TK's A Brigade. What's up, everybody? TK here from TK's A Brigade. So I am super stoked because I am fixing to give Ryan Lampo a call here in a second and hear about his journey. I'm super stoked to talk to him. So give me a minute and I am going to call Ryan. Hello. Ryan. Yes. What's up, man? TK. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm great. I'm great, man. Thanks for calling, dude. I was like, are I calling you or are you calling me? I'm glad you called me. <laughs> <laughs> so how you been, brother? Good, man. I've been really good. Super busy with uh, running this organization now and um, serving those that are in need in our city and raising three kids. That's yeah, awesome. Busy. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, giving me some time, man, to just jump on the phone. And, uh, I, you know, I just want to hear some of your uh, your journey and some fun stories, bro. And just talk about, you know, how you, you know, got to do what you got to do for those years. And if you're willing, yeah. you know, whatever you want to share. So, yeah, totally, man. Yeah, I love it, man. Well, give, give me an update on you, man. What's going on with you first? I want to start with you and then I'll help that into my stuff. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> it's yeah. humbling. Well, um, so long story short, man, um, you know, I... I was rocking music. Uh, we were, you know, my band was starting to grow um, up until COVID. Um, okay. God has blessed me immensely. Um, my wife and I bought a home in 2017, okay. and I started okay. building a studio in my house. Okay. And um, started an artist development company and a publishing company. Oh wow! And um, then, um, yeah, the studio has been going. A year ago, I started this podcast and. Um, God put it on my heart to start a music series back in October. Wow. And so I started to reach out to the different artists and producers and engineers and people that I've gotten to meet and work with over the years. And, wow. uh, and so, um, you know, I've, I got Toddy Funk, man, uh, to jump yeah. on. And, um, I don't know if you know Lonnie Chapin. Yeah, I know yeah. Lonnie really well. Yeah, yeah man. Month or two ago, and came out to Nashville. See, yeah. actually, we did a we did a, a mix to their show, one of their shows. And they did have a showcase thing. Ended up mixing their show, and we were here. Dude, that's awesome. Well, so there, there's a all female uh, rock group that's coming out here in Denver that is growing legs fast, and. Mm. Um, so I offered to do their front of house because they're looking at trying to put together a national tour. And, and yeah. um, the artist, the lead singer, she, her name is Asha Blaine. Um, okay. Her and I uh, jumped on a, um, a conference call last week about doing a single together. And so we're doing that. So, oh, wow. Dang. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, so. But yeah, so. I want to hear about your your journey, man, because uh, yeah. you know I know your sister, uh, you know, came up, you know, in the in the industry, but you yourself, man, you've got your own story. So I'd love to just kind of start at the beginning and go from there, man. So yeah, man, totally. Well, let's see here. I I, I can say you know I was born in, in Michigan. I was born in Indiana, but I lived there for like a year. Okay. Uh, so I have no no memories of that. Moved to Michigan until I was eleven. 
had a great, you know, upbringing there. I was riding my bike like And then my parents were like, hey, we're moving to Colorado. And I was like, okay, I don't even know where that is. Sounds great. You know, <laughs> jumped in the car with my dad. Got to Colorado and saw the mountains for the first time and just fell in love. So wow. It was a really great, great upbringing, uh, you know, going to middle school or elementary school, middle school and high school in Colorado. Uh, learned to snowboard and just love the outdoors. Um, I have uh, a brother and two sisters and we're all really close. I'm the oldest of the four. Um, and we just, yeah, we, we just adventurous bunch. You know, we love jumping into things and, and being outside and, and being adventurous and so my sister uh rachel who's uh just the one that's just younger than me she uh got a record contract when she was 14 years old oh, you know yes. i remember i remember making fun of her too or like oh look at you on the cover of a cd that looks so silly you know, like, you're like, <laughs> you know like we just made fun of her because we were like oh you know we didn't even know what this was we didn't know you know how this is going to work but you know she's our little sister so you know that's that's how we right do. yeah you got to make and fun they, of your siblings absolutely <laughs> exactly yeah. so then that thing took off and you know she's getting like number one singles and we're like oh, okay whatever that is cool we're gonna go snowboarding <laughs> again and i remember uh you know she was like um so we're gonna uh like debut our album on Jay Leno and I'm like Whoa. oh crap like this is an actual thing like, this is yeah. actually happening this is serious and totally, yeah and we totally had like a Selena uh, uh, oh, yeah. experience that's exactly what like, I was thinking Ryan Selena <laughs> yeah, yeah man totally like you know like we're like driving down the road and it's like oh my gosh your song's on the radio that's you, ah. <laughs> you know, freaked out. it was totally that and then we actually you know I went with her and my mom to to, to the Leno experience that was really cool it's just so many wild things at the beginning of just being so young and so innocent and naive you know yeah so she grew really fast in the music industry and it was really great um i graduated high school and her manager said hey do you want to road manage your sister for a little while before you go to college and i was like sure i was like sure i don't even know what that means great i'll do that i was like how much does it pay 200 bucks a day sounds great i just went out there and they were like you have three jobs now set up for merchandise uh, make sure she gets on stage on time and make sure she uses the, this new technology called in-ear monitors. And I was like, wow. well, that should be easy enough, you know? Yeah, totally. Come to find out there was a little bit more to that, you know? Yep. Uh, traveling the world and sleeping in hotels. And, you know, it turns out if you uh, book a flight, you know, the night before, it's way more expensive than if you get out of the <laughs> <at> time. <laughs> right. Things like that, you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that as an 18-year-old kid. And, <clears throat> you, know, the, you know, booking hotels, you don't wait to the day of you know sometimes hotels sell out so you just learn all these life lessons and her and I just gallivanted around the world really fast like I was 18 she was 16 and we just went and traveled and and had a really great time and, and learned a lot about the world you know all right, real so, quick. So, so real yeah. quick. Um, yeah. You say Colorado, man. What what part of Colorado did you guys? Uh, so we come lived to? right outside of Boulder. Uh, it's called Louisville. Oh, dude, uh, yeah. yeah. My kids you were born there. I know exactly oh, where. No you, way. Yeah, That's all crazy. three of my four yeah. kids were born in Louisville. So. No way. That's yes. crazy. Yes. Yeah. So we. Uh, that's wild. We uh, we lived um, just off of McCaslin. I don't know if you're familiar. McCaslin Boulevard, yeah. dude. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so we yeah we were like total suburbia you know just outside of boulder it's like you can see the mountains like close enough you yep know? yeah absolutely yeah, yeah so we do i loved our, our upbringing man it was so fun just so, being able to be in the mountains within 25 minutes is such a blessing oh man and 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 the idea that so you come from michigan what part of michigan did you grow up in so, Ann Arbor was where I grew up. Oh, bro. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, Adrian and uh, 
because uh, I, I have a family. Well, I should say family. I have family in the UP, but I also have family in Adrian. So. Oh, really? That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah man. I, I'm not familiar with Adrian. Uh, I've heard of the town. I, I, I'm not familiar with it. Because um, I was so young, man. It was such right. a different time of life. I was like 10 years old or 11 years old when we left. And so my, my world was really revolved around riding my bicycle and going to U of M games once in a while. Go Blue. <laughs> so I'm a Hawkeye fan. I'm from Iowa. But oh, I'll say okay, I will okay. say Go Blue anytime they play that school from Columbus. All day long. Totally, all oh, all day long. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Oh, man. It, I mean, that was such cool memories of, you know, going with my dad to basketball games and oh, yeah. football games. It's just like... You know, you can't beat the, 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 the U of M spirit. Oh, uh, I, I agree. It's just really cool. So. Yes, the big house. <laughs> yeah, man. Sure, so. so, yeah, really, really cool memories being out there. And, you know, it's funny. So, you know, fast forward into my touring career. Um, there's actually a, uh, a, a, is it called Eastern Michigan Eastern University, I think, EMU? Okay. That's in, in Ann Arbor now. And that wasn't there when I was growing up. Oh, wow. And so they, they actually became a uh, kind of like your beat market uh, uh, concert arena oh okay and that, and that we ended up doing a bunch of shows and it's literally like six minutes from my house that i grew up in oh, and so man. i've gone i've gone there i've gone to the house that i grew up in a few times in my, tour, my touring career it's just a trip it's still there right it's exactly how it did right <laughs> Obviously, it's way smaller than I remember. Sure. Growing up, the thing was a freaking mansion. I'm like, oh, it wasn't that big of a house. Um, but yeah, that's some really cool memories to be able to go back there. And be like, oh, dude, I used to literally putt putt at this putt putt golf. Oh man, memories. So weird. Yeah. Yeah, man. So okay, so you and Rachel are touring the world, living out of suitcases. Uh, she's nailing number ones uh, yeah. on the on the music charts, and you're kind of just winging it. Um, yeah, so totally. so okay, so you hit your twenties. Um, and yeah, man, take me from there, bro. Yeah. So I hit my twenties and I, you know, we moved to Nashville, you know, just make friends and and honestly, God just gave me opportunities to just meet other people. I remember the first artist that asked me to road manage him outside of my sister, uh, was Fernando Ortega. And like, you know, I, I grew up listening to his music. I mean, I literally would listen to like, give me Jesus, like in high school to give me like peace and very anxious time. So I was like, yeah, dude, I'll totally do it. Yeah, <laughs> so why not? I road managed for him for a, for a weekend. And God bless him, man. He gave me so much grace. I mean, I was literally, I was still 18 at the time, so 19 years old. I was under 21 because I remember, you know, I needed to book a hotel for the band. Right. For him and myself. And the hotel wouldn't let me book it because I wasn't 21 years old. Oh, geez. And, and so the promoter, I remember the promoter took us out to dinner whole time she's literally making fun of me like oh do we need to call your mom to book the hotel oh, and i was just like ouch. wow like what a what a wild you know experience and i was too young to rent the, the car and just, oh man it's just such a wild thing so we like you know I, I cut my teeth on things like that and i'm so grateful that fernando was so gracious do that you know and help him out and you know just assist him in that and then um and then another artist uh tate uh, michael tate yes DC talk. Talk, yo, yeah. yeah he called and he was like hey can you come mix you know like he's like i really had a passion for mixing yes um, i i wanted to uh originally wanted to after i watched top gun i remember <laughs> when i figured out how like dolby mixing uh-huh. like, worked and happened i was like I want to do that. Right. <laughs> Even just stereo mixing, I was like, that's so cool. The jet goes from left speaker to right speaker. I just yes. fell in love with that idea. And so I fell in love with mixing. I was DJing in high school. And so 
I just faked it as a front house engineer and I learned, I learned from, you know, some of these guys that I would end up touring with, you know, Ralph Rivera with Rebecca St. James, who's now with, you know, uh, for King of Country, yeah. uh, Johnny O, who is Newsboys guy, still is for a very long time, like, these dudes just like took me under their wings and they showed me, you know, what a high pass filter is, right. how to eat you a kick drum and hey, try this and try that and I'm like, holy crap. So I just fell in love with it, and I felt like I was I was pretty decent at it, you know. So Tate called, and then Jeff Moore called, and then, you know, like Nicole C. Bowen called. And it was just like I was just getting, you know, asked every other weekend to do shows. So as a young man, I just never said no, and I worked the hardest I possibly could, and did the best that I could, even saying like I don't really know how to do everything, but I'll figure it out. Yes. I was more willing than able, if you will. So then, after a little while of that, I got really burnt out because it was like the days before the iPhone, you know. So I had a Palm Pilot. Oh you know, my gosh! Yeah, like so, things? oh yes, old yeah. school. <laughs> I had a Palm Pilot, and I remember I had to open up my Palm Pilot, and you know, and I'd have to look at the city for the day because I would forget what city I'm in, I'd forget what city I was going to, I'd forget which artist I was working with. I was Bad so mercy. just backwards and oh. so much. I was like, you know, 22 years old. I'm like, this is too much, you know. So I literally prayed to God. I was like, God, can you help me? I, I want to continue to do this, but it's how, I think I need one artist to work with uh, as opposed to like five at a time. Right. And so literally within two weeks of that prayer, uh, Toby called. Wow. And like somehow he got my cell phone number. You know, we had done some tours together where you know I was working with other artists and stuff and he heard me mix and you know, we got to know each other very, you know, very like super simple, you know, like how hellos and how's it going and that sort of stuff. And then he called me, he's like, Hey Ryan, it's Toby and I was like, Toby who? <laughs> Toby Mac. I'm like, Oh <laughs> Right, like, well, okay. Right, and he's yeah. like, Dude, would you ever consider coming to work for me? And I was like yeah, I was like, "What do you need me to do?" He's like, "Come do your thing, man." I was like, "Which which thing?" Right? Do you want me to I, do? Yeah, I got like six <laughs> feathers in my cap. What so, are you talking about, right? Yeah, so, so I was like, you know, I was like, uh, "Yeah, I can come on and do it." And so I literally jumped on, and uh, he never fired me. And so that lasted for <laughs> that's good. Never years, fired you. Wow. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, I was front of house, tour manager, production manager for him. And then, oh, you know, at the very beginning, it was super ragtag because he was starting out his solo career. And it was awesome. It was an adventure. And we just had a, a blast. And what great music and great people. And Toby's become a mentor and a friend. And, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I'd have to write an entire book of things that I learned from that man in regards to business and faith and being a husband, being a father. I mean, incredible. And the rest of the band as well. I mean, the people out there with that outfit were just... It was ordained, man. I, I, I learned how to be a good man um, out there on the road. Yeah, Toddy Funk was out there. You were just talking about Toddy. Oh, yeah. So just incredible uh, opportunities to learn and grow and see things. Um, and it was in the midst of that that I was touring, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I literally, right outside of the front door of my house, um, there was two gentlemen that were living on the stoop of a, an abandoned house. You know, they, were, they didn't have a home. Got to know them really quickly, uh, and... I just, man, my heart started to break for their their life and, and, and the struggles that they were going through. And so I literally came up with this idea of, hey, you know, I'm going to 
I want to sponsor this guy, just like how I learned in Compassion and World Vision. You know, I want to yes. sponsor uh, Ron and, and give him like five bucks a day for whatever he needed, only if he brought me back a receipt that said he brought food and water. Right, like, right. Program, right. Yes. So I presented that to him. It's a great idea, you know, and yeah. uh, he, he slammed the door in my face. He was like, no, I don't want that. And I was like, what the heck? Like, this is like a... This a handout opportunity yeah so he came back two weeks later and was like dude you have it all wrong man you feel like that stuff is going to cure me for my hurts and addictions it's just my life you've got it all wrong and it's like I, I didn't come here for your money or anything you can give me i came here to be your friend wow. and i was like okay so it's one of those moments where he shut the door and i hit my hand and said god did you get missing something i'm not seeing the whole picture and God sure did show me. He answered my prayer. <laughs> right. It was like it was a it was a few months, literally, of just the most random things. I'll give you two examples. Like I went to an evening church service with one of my friends. I walked out and there's this guy's like, "Hey, can I sing you a song?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." It's, a, it's like nine o'clock at night. He sings me the song on the side of the road, and and then I'm like, "Wow, it's about redemption and forgiveness and God's glory and greatness." And I was like, "This is incredible." And he goes, "All right, well, I'm gonna go." And I'm like, "Wait." Where are you going? He's like, I don't know. I was like, wait, do you do you have a place to stay tonight? He's like, no, I just got out of jail. And I was like, wow. you just got out of jail today. And, and he tells me the story. I'm like, well, what do you need? He's like, nothing. I just want to share that song with you. I got to go. And wow. he just left. And then I met another guy who's like, hey, take me out to dinner. And I'm like, do I know you? He's like, no. He's <laughs> just go feed me, me, please. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I take him to barbecue place. And he tells me a story about, you know, moving from from New York to Florida and he got stuck in Nashville he's just sleeping on the streets right now he's just really hungry and he just needs a little bit of help and I was like so this is all you need just a meal he's like yeah that's all I needed appreciate you man and so I just stepped into that going alright God what do you want me to do and he said feed uh, feed people every week and so I called my roadie friends and said hey let's make five meals and let's distribute them and, uh, and then once we did that it was like okay this is uh, and then God said, do this every week. And I was like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Like, I can't afford this time and all that. Uh, so I just, you know, I fought it for a little bit. And finally said, all right, we'll commit to every Monday because we don't do concerts on Mondays. And uh, we committed 15 years ago this year. And we haven't miss, missed a Monday since. And wow. we've grown from five, five meals to now doing 800 meals a week. Amazing. And it's incredible, dude. We now have a nonprofit that just blew up really fast tons of volunteers you know we're really ragtag it's really low budget thing, but it's a really beautiful thing it's a miracle you know i met my wife she was a volunteer and she walked in and i said that one i'll take her and, i'll take you know, her <laughs> i coerced her into marrying me and now we have three kids and, you know she's a huge part of the ministry she's such a heartbeat of it and it's a really beautiful thing and it's, it continues to grow and of course it has its challenges you know sure. we have now we've grown to a staff of 12 we're this, this year you know we're participating in some programs where we get people off the streets we get once they're off the streets we work with people to restore some of their life and to experience life after or to, to imagine life after experiencing homelessness and so there's just a lot of different things that we're stepping into and it's just one step at a time it's definitely bigger than us and so it's very humbling to do this work it's an honorable thing that we're stepping into we're very honored to, to dude that's so awesome a bit, of the, a bit of the story there so i i do i i would like to share something with you that uh you yeah. you know you said that you prayed about the the man in front of your house and how 
um, you, you offered him the opportunity to just get fed every day and he kind of yeah. just rejected it. Yeah. Um, so, like I was telling you at the beginning here, um, that this uh, um, this artist, her name is Asha Blaine, her and I have been working on this song now. Well, the song is called Feed My Sheep. Ah, cool. Okay, and what it comes from is it, it, it when Jesus, after Jesus' resurrection, right, he's sitting on the, the shore with Peter. Right, and right. He, and he's yep. he's making breakfast, and he says to Peter, he says, he yeah. says, son of Jonas, do you love me? And Peter says, Lord, you know I do. He said, then go feed my lambs. Go feed yep. my sheep. Yep. And this yep. song, bro, that is what this, this song is talking about, the life struggles of people, including myself, that I've gone through um, in my walk with God and how throughout my life and throughout my time how God said Travis I'm, I'm calling you to go feed the sheep go go feed the flock and right, right. it's so crazy that you bring this up because that's exactly what yeah man and, and you know I, I gotta say this man like going from uh, you know a 16 you said I think you said you were 16 when you started with your sister Going from 16, uh, touring the world, not knowing what you're doing pretty much, and just kind of learning. It's it's funny because, you know, it's like you dive into the deep end of, of your career at a young right. age. And you're right. like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going to just do it until I understand it. Yep. And it's like God puts us in those roles. Like, you know, like Joseph was kind of put in that role, too. It was like, I don't really know what I'm doing, God. But, okay, right. you're going to give me the, the access to the tools and the understanding. Right. And I'm just right. going to take it and run with it. So yep. Um, yep. I know we don't have much time left. So I just had a few quick questions for you. And then, yep. and then we can yep. finish up. But uh, my first question to you is this. What do you like better? Do you like analog or digital boards? <laughs> you know what, dude? I mean, I, you can't run from digital these days. You know, right. I grew up with the analog. Right. Same here. Um, but anytime that I I get an opportunity to to mix, you know, but, you know, right nowadays, you know, I'm off the road. You know, it's usually a church or a friend calls or whatever. Everything's digital. It'd be awesome. But yep. man, I would love to get back on a freaking old minus and Let's just go. rip it. You know, and just oh, to yeah. be like, okay, you got eight comps. And, and four gates and and that's it that's yep. all you get yeah. three band eq <laughs> exactly and then you know and then big four effects engines i feel like i don't know man. i'm like the dynamic range though on an analog console you can't beat that right like a freaking old like an old minus man that's just that's just right and good you're like you can't beat that I, I, <laughs> so i would i don't i mean i i've yet to see one like in a church or anywhere like you know like tiny little things i see them but i'm talking like a real analog console i haven't right. seen one in forever i would love to jump back on that that's yeah. crazy well so i i learned on a 12 channel analog pv board that we're yes. telling you like a 1977 Perfect. board that like had yep. no auxiliary outs. It was just yep. straight, like left, right. Straight up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that's how I learned how to do front of house and like live it. sound. And so I as, you know, moving through and learning the digital aspects and all the different things yeah. that you can do, man, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. But I agree with you. Like there's nothing like just getting that knob and like when you're yep. just trying to tweak a, an EQ or you're trying to yep. get some more gain out of something and you just feel it, man. Yeah. Like, yep. yeah, it's just man. right there. Yes. Yep. Totally, yes. Man. All right. Yep. So second question, because you, I mean, you tour Toby for years. I mean, you, you drop some really cool names, but, uh, my, I always ask artists and engineers and stuff is what is the biggest venue or not venue? What is the biggest crowd of people that you've ever gotten to like do live oh, sound for in your career? Yeah. Man, I think, I think this is right. It sounds crazy. 
Okay. But it, I have to ask my brother. But we, my, so my brother, he's a touring guy too, and he. I remember he him. The, yeah. So, um, him and I, you know, so I worked with Mute Math for a little while, for a few years, and that yeah. was just such a fun band to mix. Oh yeah. If you're not familiar with their music. Oh, but, I know Mute Math. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, we went to Colombia. We went to Bogota, Colombia. Whoa. Uh, and it was called like Rock El Parque. And I think there was something along the lines between 20 and 30,000 people there. Like, cause when you talk about a sea of people, this yes. was it. Okay. Like, it was Delay Tower after Delay Tower. It was this giant downtown park. And I, I couldn't see the end of the people. Holy cow. And, and, and I've seen, you know, I've seen 10, I've seen 20,000. And, you know, I, okay, you know, we've mixed in, in stadiums, you know, with Toby, with the Choir of the Fire and, and, and the Graham stuff. You know, we've had like 20,000 20, there, but 30,000 people is just different. Yes. You know? And we don't do a ton of, like, football stadium stuff. Right. Um, you know, did a handful, but, like, that, when you see 30,000 people, like, a sea of people... Like, I think that was the biggest one. I okay. So. Thirty. Yeah, hey, man, that's nothing to yeah. shake a stick at, bro. Thirty thousand, right. bro. That's like yeah, cities that's and stuff, man. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. Last question: What is your most favorite venue of all the venues in the world that you've gotten to mix down and work in? What is your favorite venue venue that you've gotten to work in? Gosh, man. You know, there's a there's a handful. Okay. I have to say it would be my my hometown. Fox Theater in Boulder, Colorado. It'd have to be that. Wow. Like that's where I cut my teeth. And so like awesome. give you a quick story on that. Like it's a small it's like five hundred, six hundred seats. Right like, up on the hill. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you know, yeah. Oh I do. So like I you know, I was touring with Rachel for a little while, I came back home for a little stint and I was like, Oh crap, I need to make some money. And so I <laughs> called up to the Fox and they said, Yeah, hey, come come work with us and and I literally was the bar back, like the for the um for the artists. Uh-huh. Like I would fill their liquor um yeah, <laughs> their yeah, liquor no. rider. You just worked so yep. that was my only job and then well, there was one guy who was like, Hey, you know, I remember Wu Tang Clan came in and they were like, and I was just, I was the barback guy, but I was like, man, that microphone's about to go out. I can tell. And I was just standing side of the stage, you know, just loving it because I loved Wu Tang. Yes. And uh, the microphone went out and I ran out and changed the microphone out before the monitor engineer had a chance to do it. And he's like, all right. You know, the production manager, they called him Mom. He's a guy, his name's Mom. And he <laughs> sat upstairs, smoked cigarettes all the time. He's like, hey, you got Mom wants to see you. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, no. So I went to go see Mom. And he goes, hey, I want you to mix here. And so I just started mixing the opening acts. And that was just really fun. Analog console. Way oh, too yeah. much PA for the, for the little for the room, area. Right, I mean, yep. Oh, my gosh. The subs. It was just like a ridiculous amount of subs. Yep. And like, it was just so fun. Uh, so I'd have to say that one. I think okay. that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. Fox, man. And so being in Colorado, so, I, you know, you've gotten the opportunity to mix Red Rocks. And, yes. and you've also gotten the opportunity to mix the Denver Coliseum. So yes. it's funny because, um, you know, some of the artists I've gotten to talk to, you know, that have played the, and these guys that I've talked to in the past year in this on this series have said out of all the venues in the world that they've played, like Red Rocks is up there at the top is one of their yeah, most favorite. For sure. And yep, so yep, it's a special place. It's a very special. That'll probably be number two. Really? You know, like, that's it's crazy. So, dude, yeah, because you know, I would, I grew up going to shows there. Oh you know, yeah. Saw Rage Against the Machine there, oh, Tom Petty. Let's you know, go. like just huge, huge uh, shows there. But man, sitting in that in that little bunker and, and mixing there, it's a surreal. It's a surreal experience I for bet. sure. Oh man. Um, yeah, man. But that, I love. Yeah, absolutely love that. I, I'm, you know, I appreciate Denver Coliseum. 
don't love mixing there. Oh, I don't <laughs> doubt you. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the, it's probably so bad as far as trying to get the EP uh, right and the acoustics and everything else. So it's crazy. Oh man, it's, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, oh, really man. That's awesome, bro. Well, okay, yeah. so we're in 23 now, man. So what Great. are you? Uh, what are your plans for for 2023 and moving forward yeah, with man. your uh, organization, bro? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'm still uh, helping Toby out uh, with his touring stuff and what that looks like is just, you know, getting his, his shows off the off the ground and in the air and then he takes it from there. And it's still an honor to be able to work with him. I see, you know, still continuing that in, in this year. Um, I see, you know, with people living Nashville, man, it's, it's incredible. We have more opportunities than what we can afford to do with personnel and, and capacity. And so I actually see this year as being much more of a focus year. Okay. Uh, that was actually a word that, uh, that my wife got from God. And she's like, man, I feel like this year is focused. And I, I sort of adopted that because I feel the same way. I feel like focusing on our special things that are important and that we find uh, as, as what God is specifically calling us into. And then the other things, letting those be peripheral or, or non-existent, you know? And so there's a lot of really cool opportunities that within people living Nashville in regards to our, you know, uh, employment program in regards to, you know, working with folks that are newly housed and then pleading the plight of the, of those that are still on the streets and, and, and wanting and needing housing. And I want to take, you know, very specific laser focused efforts in, in, in those realms um, and, and just like doubling down on the things that we're, we're really called to. So that's kind of a general idea of what 23 looks like. And then, man, yeah, and doing that at home as well, like making sure that I protect time with my kids yes. and, and, and these three boys, you know, I, I want I, I want that to be just as much and, and it will be just as much of a priority as, as work and ministry and life is. Uh, and investing in that. And then going on some adventures with Christy, my wife as well. She's turning 40 this year. And Let's go. She's got big plans with all that. So that's that's some other really cool stuff that I'm looking forward to later on this year. Man, that is awesome. And yeah. brother, I am honored that you came on and shared your uh, your journey with me a little bit. And I know we could probably sit here for a week and you could tell me just yeah. some fun stories. But um, I think we're out of time today. But um, yeah. is there a website that people can go and check out and yep. maybe possibly oh, give yeah. to? Yeah, absolutely. So peoplelovingnashville.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and, and we have a YouTube channel as well. But yeah, peoplelovingnashville.com is a place to go. And yeah, please help us out, man. It's a really, it's an honor to be able to do what we do. You know, walking with the most vulnerable of our city. It's like, wow, I can't believe God let us do this. And that we have a real special niche where we are able to literally locate the most vulnerable and, and, and give them some hope and some life and relief and in community as well and, and ultimately restoration uh, with their father and, and with with themselves and with others dude that is awesome bro i have one really quick 30 second story to share with you then we'll we'll, we'll yep. finish this up so in 2013 uh, toby was on tour uh a winter jam okay. and i was working as a, a b haley's assistant Ah, uh, yes, I remember that now. Yep. Yes, yep. and he was, uh, <laughs> we had, uh, he had put out a second line of clothing in that yep. year. And so we had, me and Tracy Scarce flew to Nashville, and you guys were playing the Bridgestone Arena on the third yep. or the 9th of February, 2013. Wow. Which would, which would be, and this year, this coming Sunday of the Super Bowl Sunday, that was the Sunday of that year. 
Okay. And so we got to spend all day there, and I actually got to meet an artist. Um, his name is Liquid Beats. I don't know if you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know Liquid. Yeah. So yep, yep. I um I got to meet him, and then also I got to meet Joey Elwood that weekend. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And that's and what a great honor to meet him. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is because I'm sitting here and I'm I'm you know nostalgic, but you know it's funny is I've I've gotten to talk with you over the years, man, from like 2005 and forward, and every time that you know Toby would come through Denver. Bro, you were always so gracious. Like, you know, every time I, I would get tickets, it was like, yeah, go see Ryan. And I'd come and say hi to you. And we got like a 30 yeah, second yeah. to a, a minute conversation, bro. And I, I just want to tell you, man, that I truly, of all the people I've gotten to meet, and I'm not saying this to blow smoke, but simply say like, you always, like, you always treated me like, you know, I wasn't just some, you know, annoyance. Like you were always gracious and, and very, uh, just friendly, man. So I just got to say, you know, I thank you for that, bro. And I thank you for today. Yeah, man. man. Wow, man, I'm humbled, dude. I, that's really humbling because I don't think I've always been that, and I strive to be that. Um, and I thank you for being for, for saying that, man. That's yeah, man. That's, uh, that's encouraging. Thank you. Yes, man. sir. Well, yeah, we've been listening. We've been talking with Ryan Lampa here today on TKZ Brigade. So, like he said, go check out his website. Leave a comment or a question. Help him out, guys. Uh, you know, do some support. Uh, you know, God's called us to be, uh, you know, the hands and feet. So let's go feed those sheep and. Uh, and uh, share the love of Christ with people. Yeah, man, awesome. Thank so, you, brother. Have a wonderful day, brother. And uh, yeah, let's, man. Let's, uh, next time you're in Colorado, man, I'd love to take you and your family out to dinner, bro. So let yeah, me know. Yeah, man, we can do that. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll hit you up. We're, we we don't get there often, so it's, it's tough, man. I, I miss it a lot. I miss yeah. coming to Colorado. But, you know, in, in once in a blue moon, we're, we're actually going for a bit of an unfortunate event. Um, my mom's husband passed uh, in December, so oh, we're going man. in a few weeks here for the funeral. We won't have any uh, availability to jump on any other excursions on that trip. But sure. um, I do hope to have a fun trip coming up sometime this year <laughs> to yeah. Colorado. Sure. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, man. Just if you got time and you'd like to, then just let me know, bro. Okay, man. All right, dude. You have a good rest of the day, man. Keep up good work. Yeah, you too, brother. Talk to you soon, man. Later. Bye. So another successful interview with another successful artist, engineer, producer. Uh, that was a really fun conversation with Ryan. I've known Ryan for quite a while. In fact, I got to meet Ryan back in 2004, and so I've known Ryan for quite a while. Thank you for listening to the music series. We are about uh, to the end of it. I think I have two more artists, and then we will call it good for season four. Season five comes out in June with all new guests, all new topics, so stay tuned. You've been listening to TK's A Brigade. You can find it on every major platform of podcast. Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Google. Please go support the channel. It's 99 cents a month. It's not very expensive. It's really, it really does help to keep this content coming. Uh, leave a comment or question. I would love your feedback. So until next time, peace. <laughs>